hot August nights. They weren't kidding when they coined that phrase. Hot was right. I would say downright blistering. Mr. Stilton wanted to get in on the craze, and once again I had to set up a new display for our August special of candles. He wanted to make sure that I used the term hot August nights. My name is Mellow Summers, and I had three weeks until I entered my third year of college. Two more years to go until graduation. Who would have thought it? Anyway, I work at the local candle shop with my friend Jackie. We also rent an apartment together, and I have the most wonderful boyfriend in the world, Greg. But there is one other thing about me that I try to keep under wraps. Occasionally, I can talk to ghosts. Mostly, they just seek me out when they need something. I have Rachel to thank for that. Ever since I helped her solve her own murder, other ghosts decided they wanted the same. Occasionally, she pops in just to keep my life interesting, as though it wasn't interesting enough while juggling a job and a full load of classes. I came to work in the morning like I usually do on Wednesdays. Right away, Mr. Stilton wanted the new display set up. I hadn't any time to cool off from the scorching heat outside. It had to be at least 98 degrees already with high humidity. Coming into work today was when everything started. I knew I should have stayed in bed. The bell above the door jingled as an elderly gentleman walked in. More like he shuffled in. He didn't look too good. Are you Mellow Summers? He asked me. I momentarily thought about lying to him. Who was he? And why did he want to see me? Yes, I said tentatively. My name is Philip Kelmore. I need to speak with you. Is there some place we can go? I glanced around the busy shop. Most of the customers that day came inside just to escape the heat. I don't get off for at least five more hours. It's important, he said. I know you see spirits. I put the box of candles down. Did he have to say that last bit so loud? Come over here. I dragged him away from the bulk of the customers who busied themselves by glancing at various objects. Quickly, I made certain that no one watched, noting the sweat forming on his face. I made sure he stood under a vent. He really did not look healthy. What is this all about? Someone is trying to kill me. Oh boy, why me? Pardon? What, are you deaf? No, but don't you think you ought to go to the police if you think you are in danger? I believe that Smiley's ghost is after me said Philip. I knew ghosts would come into this sooner or later. Smiley's ghost? I usually don't believe in such things, but, frankly, weird stuff has been happening. I got this threatening letter the other day. Philip pulled out a crumpled envelope and handed it to me. It says I'm going to die tonight. Yesterday, someone tried to run me over. Now I know you've helped solve a few murders recently, and I need you to solve mine. I didn't know what to say. Look, I really think you ought to take this to the cops. They are far better equipped to handle this. Don't you understand? Philip Kelmore grabbed my shoulder, shaking me slightly. A part of me wanted to scream. I'm a dead man. Only you can help me. If you don't, then... His face had gone ashen as he stopped speaking mid-sentence. Suddenly, Philip clutched his chest, gasping for air. Immediately, I caught him before he fell to the floor. Call an ambulance, I shouted. Jackie ran up to me. She took one look at the old man in my arms and whipped out her cell phone, dialing 911. We need an ambulance at 110 Main Street. An elderly man seems to be having a heart attack. Gently, I laid him on the floor, not knowing what else to do. 
Breathe slowly, I said. Keep your eyes on me. I knew the paramedics would never make it on time when Philip Kelmore closed his eyes. Fear filled them. I administered CPR while waiting for the ambulance, but to no avail. The poor, frightened man had died. The wailing of sirens told me that the paramedics had arrived, albeit a bit too late. As they rushed in with their equipment, I moved out of the way. They worked on Mr. Kelmore a bit before pulling a sheet over his head. Massive heart attack, one of the paramedics said as they wheeled the man out of the store. A sedan pulled up outside. Instantly, I recognized it as Detective Short's car. He strolled through the door, all businesslike. I wondered how he could be wearing a suit in this heat.